WTPS Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. Good morning. It's 8 o'clock. A Mississippi State three-pointer with just two seconds left. Doomed the Richmond Spiders Thursday night falling 68-67 in the quarterfinals of the NIT. You are led more than 37 minutes of the contest, led by Jacob Gilliard, who scored a team-high 22 points. Matt Grace added a career-high 16 points for the Spiders, who finished the season with a 14-9 record. When asked after the game if he still had unfinished business to take care of, Gilliard responded by saying, quote, yeah, I do, end quote. Returning for another season could be a decision he'll have to make, and it will be. It'll also come for Blake Francis and Grant Golden, both who missed the entire postseason. UVA Sam Hauser announced on Twitter Thursday he plans to look at the next level of his basketball career and will not turn to Charlottesville next season. Meanwhile, sophomore Casey Morcell is entering the transfer portal after a season in which he played 23 of 25 games for the Cavaliers, averaging just over four points a contest. Former VCU coach Benny Dees passed away at the age of 86. He was the school's first men's basketball coach, leading the Rams program from 1967 to 1970 and helping to recruit the school's first two NBA players, Jesse Dark and Bernard Harris. A limited number of fans will be able to help Richmond Raceway celebrate its 75th anniversary next month when NASCAR's Truck and Cup Series visit town April the 17th and the 18th. Track announced yesterday it will have reduced capacity, but welcome back spectators under the new guidelines announced by the governor earlier this week. All guests will receive a screening while using staggered entry times. Richmond football takes its 2-0 record into Robin Stadium tomorrow afternoon for its second straight matchup against Elon. The Spiders and Phoenix met just two weeks ago in North Carolina before UR's contest against James Madison last week was postponed because of the Duke's COVID outbreak. JMU scheduled to return to the field tomorrow as well. They have the two past two weeks off. They'll play William and Mary in Williamsburg beginning at 1 o'clock. I check your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. A few showers this morning, then the sunshine will return. It'll be windy and very warm with highs in the middle to upper 80s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denarda. Thanks, Matt. Weather's brought to you by Herman Allen. Plumbing, heating, and cooling for rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system. Call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 802. Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Lux Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. On 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Stewart makes them both. And that gives us a 65 all tie with 45 seconds to go. Let's see if Gill can get open for a shot. He's got the ball. Dribble drive right to the basket. Hangs the floater. Good by Jacob Gilliard. There you go. About 10 feet on the right (laughs) side. He hung in the air and knocked it down. 22 tonight for Jacob Gilliard. That equals his season high. He had 22 against Rhode Island fourth straight double figure game for Gilliard. And at that moment, it appeared as though the Richmond Spiders might be on their way to their first ever NIT semifinal, but it wasn't to be as DJ Stewart of Mississippi State hits a three-pointer with two seconds to go in the game, and it's the Bulldogs who advance with a 68-67 gut-wrenching loss for the Richmond Spiders and ending their 2021 season. And that's how we tip off and begin the Sports Huddle for a Friday morning. I feel like I do this every Friday lately with Sean Robertson from CBS 6 who joins us. We like to dub this the feel-good edition of the Sports Huddle on a Friday morning. And I always challenge you, my friend, make me feel good on the heels of what we witnessed last night. Man, that's going to be tough this morning, I guess. I'm going to try, but it's going to be tough. I, I watched that game uh, last night, and when uh, Jacob hit that shot, I'm like, okay, we're going we're gonna to play Saturday. We're going to play Saturday afternoon, play in the, in the semifinals. And um, I, I listened to the press conference afterwards. And, um, yeah, in that situation when you're up two, I don't know if you needed to foul to send them to the free throw line. I know they were they were really good at the line last night. They weren't so great during the regular season, but I would 
I don't know if I would find out any coach that would foul a person in that situation up to to avoid them shooting a three. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, that was asked of Coach Mooney in the post game, but he dismissed that almost yeah. as quickly as you dismissed that as well, that if it had been a three-point If lead, a three, that's totally different, yeah. Right, then they had a strategy for what they would have done, whether they would have fouled, how many seconds left, whether they wouldn't have fouled. But I think with two, uh, obviously you play the game straight up. And unfortunately for the Spiders, you know, the kid made a great shot. They have yeah. two prolific scorers. He's one of them. It wasn't luck. He's a good player. He scores a lot of points, and it was just a dagger for the Spiders last night. And, Sean, I hate to use this phrase, and Coach Mooney, who also spoke with us uh, individually on the postgame show last night, came close to saying it but didn't because it kind of disrespects the opponent a little bit, and you don't want to do that. But I really believe in this case the team that won the game didn't necessarily deserve to win the game. Now, they deserve to win it because they scored more points and they made the big shot at the end. But mm -hmm. I think the point being, and, and Chris was making it last night, the Spiders did so many other things well last night that they deserved to win the game. The hustle, the mm -hmm. determination, the stops that they had to get other than the last one, guys stepping up like Matt Grace with a career-high 16 points in the absence of Grant Golden. All of that seemed to indicate that this was a game the Spiders could and should win but just didn't make enough shots to do that. I was going to say that was going to be the first name I was going to bring up was Matt Grace, the way he played uh, in absence of Grant Golden with the fractured finger. And think about this. They did it without really Tyler Burton and Nathan Ko having big games. I mean, if, if you had told Mooney at the beginning of the game, Tyler Burton's going to foul out. He would have had, let me pull it up, four points, I think, in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Ko would have made just one field goal, had seven points. They want to combine two of 17 from the field. If you would have told him that and say you still had a chance to win, I think he would say, give me that <laughs> in a heartbeat. Absolutely. You know. Um, without their two leading scores. Without like, their two leading scores, KO, too. Without yeah. Burton, without Francis, without Golden, and you were in a position to win the game. I think he would have taken that and, and get the effort that Matt Grace gave you with 16 points. He would say, oh, absolutely. You know, unfortunately, you know, to be that close and a chance to win it late, it was like, oh, man, you know, and, and, and the three, he had a hand in his face. I mean, it wasn't like it was a clean look at a three. He had, a, he had, it was good defense. It was just a better shot. Yep. Sal Caressi, who's six foot nine, was right up on him, arm extended right in his face. Couldn't have played too much better defense without fouling. And without fouling, yeah. And you don't want to foul Stewart. He's an 80% free throw shooter. So, uh, you know, just you thought the Spiders had victory there, and it got grabbed away from them at the end. And in some ways, it's only appropriate the way this year went, not I just for say, Richmond. Yeah. Sean, but every team has been. We know what, you know, the heartbreak that VCU went through and mm -hmm. Virginia, the challenge they had to try and play in the NCAA tournament. So it's certainly not just one team. It's a lot of teams that are experiencing the same type of pain the Spiders are this morning. I mean, those the four teams that you mentioned, two of them, with VCU and Virginia, Richmond's dealt with it. Tech also dealt with it. Yeah. Those four teams who were in the postseason all dealt with some type of pause, injury, defection, something like that. And for them to, you know, to make the postseason and just, you know, for UVA, VCU, and Richmond just gut-wrenching, agonizing, you know, ends to their season. It was just, you know, you hope all three can turn those negatives into a positive, use it to galvanize the group to say, hey, look, you know, we're going to we're going to get back there in 2022 and and not leave any, anything for chance. You know, we're going to take it by, you know, take the bull by the horn, so to speak, and, and control our own destiny. But the issue with UVA and we've already seen this, a couple of guys are leaving ones. And I heard you this week about the transfer portal. One one player already has entered his name into the portal. I think a couple more are scheduled to do that. Hauser is now saying, I'm going to try to go pro. So that UVA team is going to look a lot different going into next year. So if you'd like to join our conversation on this this morning, because it's going to continue, 804-521-8501 on the air, 521-8501 on the air, and text us, 804-638-9508, 638-9508. So let me try to make myself and Spider fans 
feel a little bit better. And mm-hmm. this came almost immediately in the aftermath of the game last night. And that is the Bob Black beloved post-game press conferences <laughs> that one of our texters is always chiding me and kidding me about in my uh, admiration and affection and love for post-game press conferences. Well, I know you're the same, Sean, especially in this day and age when yep. we don't have the usual individual access, one-on-one access to players because of the pandemic and everything's done by Zoom. Mm-hmm. So last night, after we're done talking with Coach Mooney, he hopped on the NIT post-game press conference from the game, and we carried that live as well on ESPN Richmond. And I will give credit where credit is due, and I'm going to give it to your guy in a moment at CBS 6. But this was Noah Goldberg, who's a student at Richmond, a future broadcast journalist in the professional ranks as well, and does work for us at ESPN Richmond, has his podcast and all of that. And he was on the Zoom, and he was the first one to ask Coach Mooney first and foremost, about decisions for the seniors that are upcoming for the Spider basketball program. I think probably, you know, it'll be within the week. I mean, you know, uh, obviously we're in communication constantly as a staff and the players. So uh, I think we'll sit down probably, um, you know, I think this weekend uh, just to start the process. Again, we've always, uh, we've had a lot of players play professionally. We've always um help them or offered to help them with the interview process for agents and things. So this is that part of it's fairly normal. That there's another step to, to go about with the older guys. Obviously the option to return makes it, makes it a little, makes it much more unique, uh, but we'll probably start uh, today's Thursday, probably over the weekend or, or early next week. So that gave us a glimmer of hope to begin with. We got some sort of definitive, pretty definitive, Sean, I would say timetable, from Coach Mooney on when this would happen, and it will happen pretty quickly. It'll happen in the next week or so, maybe even sooner than that, because when Coach was done, Jacob Gilliard then came to the NIT post-game press conference, and the same scenario eventually took place after he talked about the game and the gut-wrenching loss and his performance and guys like Matt Grace and Jai Bailey stepping up. Again, it was Noah Goldberg who began the conversation about the future. And then Lane Casadante, your colleague there at <laughs> Channel 6, uh, followed up. And I'm just going to play it live and raw. This was Jacob Gilliard. It was live on our airways last night. This was the Zoom post-game press conference in which Jacob Gilliard may have given us some reason to make this a feel-good Friday edition of the Sports Huddle. I'm sure, you know, it's still really fresh, and you may have made it or not, but any idea on plans for next year, or maybe if not, when you intend to make that decision or a timeline for that? Uh, I'll know. What is it? I'll know, I'll know Sunday. Thank you. Jake, do you have unfinished business here? You want me to, you trying to ask the same question Noah is in a different way? I'm asking you if you have unfinished <laughs> business here. Uh, yeah, I do. Thank you very much. Sean, I'll tell you, that might be the greatest three-word answer of all time, especially if you're a Richmond Spider fan, to Lane's great question about unfinished business. That did not commit Jacob Gilliard one way or the other. It was just, do you feel like you have unfinished business here? And the three-word answer, I can tell you, immediately gave Greg Beckwith and me hope as we listened to it live on the radio, and I think it did. Lots of Spider fans as well. Yeah, I do. I text Lane right afterwards, and I told him you were you was a slick one <laughs> for him to do that. But you know, he he, I guess Lane listened, and he was like, you know, I gotta get an answer from him in a different way. He said by Sunday because he because he looked to the side, and then said by Sunday. So I don't know who he was looking at. Well, I to, do. <laughs> okay, I, I, I know exactly who that was so i have an idea <laughs> but and he said sunday and i was like hmm okay and then lane came back and was like is there un- do you have unfinished business and you know it was like i do i really don't want to answer but <laughs> i think like- jacob was very appreciative of the way lane asked that question to try and get him to expand a little further mm-hmm. on his remarks to the initial question from noah and again, while it doesn't commit him, 
He certainly didn't say, I'm coming back. All right. he said was there was unfinished business. It could end that way. It right. could end with unfinished business dishearteningly. But you got the idea if you listened to it, if you were watching it, his body language, mm-hmm. all of that is reason for Spider fans to have some hope that Jacob Gilliard feels and his family feels and Chris Mooney feels that in his best interest, he'll come back and play again for the Richmond Spiders next year. And I will even um, take that one step further, Sean. If Jacob Gilliard's going to do that, what do you think the rest of the Richmond Spiders senior players are going to do? Will they follow his lead or not and go on about their their lives? As I said with Greg last night on the air, this can go one of two ways, Sean. We've talked about it so much, how difficult, how challenging this year. And look, every buddy's season is going to end with unfinished business mm-hmm. unless you're the national champion right so, so from that standpoint you know you don't want to jump off the cliff just yet but it in a positive way it's going to go one of two ways either these guys are going to say you know what i can't have my college career end like this this was a terrible year mm-hmm. challenging pauses we didn't play a full schedule all of that i'm coming back to give it one more shot or they're going to say you know what the that's it. I, I can't do this anymore. I need to move on. Yeah, it was a bad end, but I've had a great experience, and it's time for me to move on. And I think that's the decision that those guys are wrestling with right now. I I spoke with somebody like the other day, and I was like out of the five, and I wasn't counting um, Nick Sherrod at that point. But I said out of the five seniors, I thought Gilliard would be the one that I would put money on that he would come back. Hmm, how come? Um, just I just I just had that feeling. He didn't to me just body language from the outside looking in, and I think the presser kind of put the cherry on the Sunday. He just it just seemed like a he enjoys the college experience. Um, B I think I believe he he enjoys playing for Coach Mooney. Um, I th- I think. That steals record is something important to him. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth reason was, and you mentioned it, I don't think he wants to end his season or end his Richmond career saying, man, you know, the what if, what if, you know, what if our seat, what if we were healthy? What if, you know, it's always that what if. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of what ifs to this season. And I think, and I, like I said, it's just from just watching him from afar this season because we really couldn't be up close and really kind of pick their brain like we would, I just get the sense that he would be the one that says, I'm going to come back and play. So, the other, the, the wild card to me is Blake. He would be the wild card as far as, you know, if it's 50-50 one way or the other. I just well, – go ahead. Yeah, I'll throw this out at you on that because I think you're heading in this direction – as well, because I would group the five of them together, and I think you got to look at this a little bit of a college perspective also, and academically yeah. as well, because you've got uh, three guys who will be in at least their fifth, if not sixth year, mm-hmm. if they come back. Uh, there are some people that would dream about that. They'd love to stay in college for as long as I was one of them. <laughs> if I could have stayed five or six years, I, I certainly would have done that. But you've got Grant Golden, who's already used a red shirt year, mm-hmm. uh, so he's already been there five. He'd be six. You got Nick Sherrod, who's already used a red shirt year. If he wants to come back from another knee injury, he'd be going into year six. And Blake Francis, please remember, transferred from Wagner and sat out a year, so he's already been around uh, college basketball for five years as well. The other two guys, Jacob Gilliard and Nathan Kale, are true seniors. They've been Mm -hmm. four-year seniors. So to me, from that perspective, not the basketball perspective, from that perspective, it makes a little more sense for Gilliard and Kale to come back not that the other guys wouldn't because i think sean you're going to see plenty of guys around the country and gals on the women's side as well who are sixth year players that do come back next year they're not going to be lone rangers out there and be the only ones that do this i hope so i mean you know the ncaa is giving you a life preserver Mm -hmm. essentially you know you get that extra year and if you want to take some grad courses or finish up your grad degree you got that opportunity to do it and play you know a sixth, you know fifth or or sixth season i when when you put it in that capsule with Blake and also um you know I knew that I knew about it with Sherrod but also with Grant those are going to be the wild cards it's going to be how much do it does that weigh on them to play a sixth season 
or fifth season, or, you know, I've, I've had enough of that experience or, you know, the fact of, you know, the, the, um, the recovery, you know, for Grant, do I want to deal with that again and miss an opportunity to possibly play pro? Or do they feel that maybe if I do get a chance to play an extra year, that that will improve my stock? And let's just, you know, let's try that again. I mean, it's, it's a lot to weigh on these guys um, coming up in the next few days. And I think Mooney mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that, you know, they've had some some conversations leading up to it. So it's not like they're putting it, you know, they're throwing it all on the table right now. Um, so it'll be interesting come Sunday if, you know, if that is legit, you know, how those how those decisions will be made and i want to spin it in another direction as well which i'll do after we check all the directions on the streets and get to some traffic here in just a moment and i do want to not only spin it in another direction but also bring the virginia and virginia tech transfer issues into play Mm -hmm. as well that you alluded to earlier and mitchell mentioned on the update because that transfer portal is hitting them this morning as well. There's your morning brew this morning as expected and there's going to be much more talk about it. Not only Richmond's loss, but what comes next for the Spiders and for Virginia and for Virginia Tech and the spinning transfer portal as we know it today. Morning brew brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, North Carolina style barbecue south of the James 1313 Hull Street Road. They're open today and tomorrow from 1 to 10, and then midweek they're open Wednesdays and Thursdays from 1 to 8. One more reminder, this week's special is the St. Louis Smoked Ribs with a side of homemade potato salad. All right, that's our morning brew, and guess what? We'll talk more about that this morning, but we'll also talk about some other topics on this morning's Sports Huddle. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) Opening drive sponsored by the Lexus of Richmond Invitation to Lexus sales event. It's happening now through March 31st. Lexus of Richmond, also the proud sponsor of our March Madness NCAA tournament coverage that begins or continues this weekend with the Sweet 16. Stop by the Lexus dealership, 9703 Midlothian Turnpike. Visit online anytime at LexusOfRichmond.com. Off of the beaten track of what we're talking about, the other nice story this week was the increase, potential increase in attendance at outdoor venues and sporting events that will directly impact Richmond Raceway. They'll be able to get more fans in there when the NASCAR event comes our way in a few weeks. Dennis Bickmeyer from Richmond Raceway is going to join us. At the bottom of the hour, we'll continue to talk college basketball as we move along as well, preview the Sweet 16 that will be played this weekend, much of which will be on Sean's CBS 6 this weekend for your viewing pleasure. 8.22, let's get a check of Sports Huddle Traffic. ESPN Richmond Traffic. Good morning. This traffic update is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Heavy delays on a river road. Eastbound traffic running into some delays between Huguenot Road and Three Chop Road. There is a crash on Jeff Davis Highway south of Maury Street and a wreck on Genito Road to the west of Warboro Road. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. Looking for wagering advice or a smarter strategy to pick the NBA or college hoops this weekend? Then tune in to The Fine Line with Joe Wiz. Saturday mornings at 9 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. So, Sean, let me try and tie this all together now. This is kind of interesting, uh, and I do it with a little bit of trepidation because as a spider guy, I don't want to jinx anything. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about specifically them coming back to Richmond. Mm -hmm. Let's remember that, you know, phones work two ways, right? Right. And who knows who else might be ringing Jacob Gilliard's phone or Grant Golden's phone and saying, hey, look. You can stay in college basketball, but come play for us. Take yep. one shot at the big time. Uh, come to the ACC or the Big East or the, what, or the SEC. And the indication that I'm getting, and this is a credit to the Richmond program and Coach Mooney, is that if they're coming back to play college basketball, 
they're coming back to play it at Richmond. And in this day and age, and obviously I'm one who hopes that is the case, that is what they're going to do, in this day and age, I think that's a significant factor when you now tie in what we will now talk about, and that's Casey Morsell leaving the University of Virginia, going to the transfer portal, Jalen Cohn leaving Virginia Tech, going into the transfer portal, all the other players that we've talked about who said, yeah, I want to continue my college basketball career. I'm just ready for a change, and I want to do it somewhere else. And I think now that's starting to impact the Virginias and Virginia Techs of the world with those two departures that were announced overnight. The Sam Hauser one, Sean, that one was expected. I think pretty much everybody knew he's not going to play for another college. He's going to pursue his dream of playing professionally. I think Virginia was very well prepared for that one. The other ones, here we go again in the transfer portal, which is just the the life we lead these days in college basketball. What is it now? Over was it? Did you say over eight hundred? I can give you that number because, as I said, once you get started on this thing, it's hard to not look at it. And I've been looking at it every day now for the past week or so. And in the past couple of years, when Andrew and I did the, the sports auto in the morning, we used to look at it and talk about it every day. Eight ninety five. That's is crazy. now the number. 895 names for 2021 are already in the transfer portal. I'm going back real quick, Sean, just to give you a reference point. The total for 2020 was 1,026. They're going to surpass that. No yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe and by the time we're off the air this morning. I was morning. going to say, and the A-10 has been hit hard by the transfer portal. I saw, I saw it a couple of days ago. Like, Davidson has six players in the portal or seven gw has like a half dozen george mason got really hit mm-hmm. with the firing of dave paulson i like like some key players um odoro is on there yeah well uh, the freshman of the year tyler the freshman of the year yep. um the other key player i can see his name trey um, mitchell from massachusetts massachusetts is yeah the big one for sure um, so the a tennis got hit hard hard um yep. Yeah. Hey, hold and on that, to that, Sean. Oh, I, I want to pick up. You're, that's a great point on the A-10 and the ACC and uh, and Virginia and Virginia Tech as well. Uh, I want to put a pause on it. I hate yeah. using that phrase in this day and age of the pandemic pauses. But I'm going to put a pause on us for just a moment. Dennis Bickmeyer's coming up. I want to get to him. And there's another way we can have a feel-good Friday <laughs> also, Sean. So yep. you're you're doing your job. You're getting it done. We'll talk with Dennis Bickmeyer. I'm sure he's got to be excited about Richmond Raceway being able to add more fans when their events come to town this spring. We'll talk with Dennis next. Then on the other side, Sean, let's get back in this conversation about the transfer portal and what's happening with teams, particularly the ones we cover the most. Dennis Bickmeyer, Richmond Raceway, coming up next on the Sports Huddle. If you hit it, pass it, dunk it, shoot it, check it, throw it, putt it, or block it, then we're going to talk about it. I like that! I just thought I'd clear that up. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Businesses that run like clockwork establish routines they trust. That's why over a million companies rely on Cintas. We'll help you protect employees and customers with essential safety supplies, inspect your fire protection systems and devices, hygienically launder your uniforms, and keep you well-stocked with the leading hand sanitizers and disinfecting wipes. Learn how Cintas can help you open your doors with confidence. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Richmond-area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in the West End. Hey everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. There's always that one team that ruins your bracket. That's why this year I have been betting on the tournament with FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Because on FanDuel, you get your first bet risk-free. It doesn't matter if you're betting on the underdog or the favorite. New users get $1,000 in site credit back if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel has odds on all the action with games both day and night and that easy-to-use app, multiple deposits and fast withdrawals, and always on promotions. Your next chance to win with FanDuel is only minutes away. And if that's not enough, FanDuel wants to make you a millionaire. Yes, you. They're giving away 
$1 million to one lucky better. You and existing users get an additional shot at the payout every day you bet on the tourney. So do like I've done. Take a shot at becoming a millionaire or even a thousandaire. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Just use promo code Mitch so they know it sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code Mitch. You must be 21 and up in President of Virginia. No purchase is necessary. Restrictions apply for the $1 million drawing. Risk-free offer for first online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It's approaching 830, a Mississippi State three-pointer with just two seconds left. Doomed the Richmond Spiders Thursday night. They fell 68-67 in the quarterfinals of the NIT. You are led for more than 37 minutes of that contest. Led by Jacob Gilliard, who scored a team-high 22 points. Matt Grace added a career-high 16 points for the Spiders, who finished the season with a 14-9 record. When asked after the game if he still had some unfinished business to take care of, Gilliard responded by saying, quote, yeah, I do, end quote. Returning for another season will be a decision to come for several other players, including Blake Francis, Grant Golden, Nick Sherrod even, all uh, who missed the entire postseason. UVA Sam Hauser announced on Twitter Thursday that he plans to look at the next level of his college basketball and playing career. He will not return to Charlottesville next season. Meanwhile, sophomore Casey Marcel is entering the transfer portal after a season in which he played in 23 of the Cavaliers' 25 games, averaging just over four points a contest. Former VCU coach Benny Dees passed away this week at the age of 86. He was the school's first men's basketball coach, leading the Rams program from 1967 to 1970 and helping to recruit the school's first two NBA players, Jesse Dark and Bernard Harris. A limited number of fans will be able to help Richmond Raceway celebrate its 75th anniversary next month when Ascrush Truck and Cup Series visits town April the 17th and the 18th. The track announcing yesterday it will have reduced capacity, but welcome back spectators under the new guidelines set forth by the governor earlier this week. All guests will receive a screening upon entry and use staggered entry times. Richmond football takes its 2-0 record into Robin Stadium tomorrow afternoon for its second straight matchup against Elon. The Spiders and Phoenix met just two weeks ago in North Carolina before UR's contest against James Madison last week was postponed because of the Duke's COVID outbreak. JMU scheduled to return to the field tomorrow as well. After their two weeks off, they play William & Mary in Williamsburg beginning at 1 o'clock. A check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. A few showers this morning, then the sunshine will return. It'll be windy and very warm with highs in the middle to upper 80s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. Thank you, Matt. Weather is brought to you by LifeLock Identity Protection. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RISK. You're up to date now the Richmond Sports Center at 832. Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. The tournament is in full swing and the action hasn't disappointed. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet and that team winning their next game. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than putting your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code WXGI to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Tired of staying at home cooking the same meals? Ariana's Italian Restaurant is ready to serve you and your family. Stop in Ariana's for authentic Italian dishes, such as homemade lasagna, fettuccine, linguine, and specialty pizzas. Pasta, subs, salads, and desserts. Eat in or take out your favorite meal to go. Check out the full menu online at ariana'srva.com. Ariana's Italian Restaurant, located at 700 North Shepherd Street in the Fan District, and family-owned and operated. Support your local restaurants and stop by Ariana's today. Listening to this Allstate commercial about savings might be the hardest thing about getting those savings. Save for simply becoming an Allstate customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. Allstate. 
Minimum effort, maximum reward. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-bys is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois. Catch every NCAA basketball tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Porter to Border with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. We're going to talk a little college basketball later on in the show, but right now we're going to shift gears, no pun intended, and talk some NASCAR. Big race coming up Sunday at Bristol, the first dirt track uh, race in over 50 years this Sunday at Bristol, but next month, Richmond Raceway, 75th anniversary this year. They're going to have fans inside the racetrack, and that is music to the ears of Richmond Raceway President Dennis Bickmeyer, who joins us now here on the Sports Huddle. Does that sound good, Dennis? <laughs> it it does. Uh, I wish you could see the smile on my face, actually. <laughs> so it's a uh... I like having this conversation. It's much different than the conversation we had to have last year, uh, maybe a little bit later than this time, you know, when we were not able to have the April race. So, you know, it's been since September of 2019 since we've had fans out here for a NASCAR race. So, uh, yes, we are definitely excited and uh, getting ready to go. I took a picture last year when I was at the race last September, and it was the Xfinity race, and I just said how eerie it was to see the guys drive around the track and literally zero fans were there. You're at the track daily and you see this. How weird was it for you and your staff to work at the track each and every day and know that, you know, when race weekend comes up, there was, you know, you won't see anybody. You won't see any fans at the track. Yeah, I, I've said this many times, Sean, that uh, last September with the race without fans was the oddest thing I've ever done in my career, you know, and um, but, you know, thankful for the opportunity that we could get cars on the track and, you know, deliver that to a television and a, and a, and a radio audience, you know, around the world. So that's, that's definitely a plus. But, you know, there were some of our staff that would work, you know, during the day and they'd go home at five o'clock because if they didn't have any race duties, you know, and it was very limited staff here. And, and I, and I'll, I'll put this up there too as one of the odd things, you know, um, I'm fortunate in my role that, you know, I get to, along with our sponsor present the the trophy to the winning driver in victory lane well we we weren't even able to do that we did it i was on one side of the track on a laptop and in that case brad keselowski for the cup series race was in victory lane on a laptop so um you know you adjust where you have to adjust but uh i'm hopeful that uh we're getting those days behind us uh dennis we can see your smile through the radio as a matter of fact i can hear it in your voice and, and your answers but now this is fast approaching right i mean it's coming up in in less than a month april 17th and 18th can you give an idea of what that is going to look like. Um, I noticed in the release, and you weren't the only venue to do that, that you've kind of stayed away from actual numbers. But can you give us any kind of indication, if there are numbers, but what it's going to look like for the fan and the fan experience come that, that weekend in mid-April? Yeah, ultimately, Bob, we won't know what the, the final number is. Obviously, we know we can go up to you know 30% of our capacity. But here's the here here's the thing that that we're working on. Obviously, we've been working on all kinds of different scenarios for so long. And you know, when the governor telegraphed that there could be an opportunity to drop the cap and it could go to 30 percent, we've been working on that. So, just a couple of things. First of all, we were fortunate that some of our other race tracks have had fans back. You know, even towards the latter part of last season. So we can draw on their experiences to help us here. And then the other thing is, is Martinsville Speedway and Richmond Raceway are back-to-back weekends. So we're all working kind of hand-in-hand and putting these puzzle pieces together. So that being said, a couple of steps you have to take. First of all, we had a lot of people who obviously weren't able to be here in 2020. A lot of them took credits for races in 2021. A lot of those folks are our season ticket holders. So that's where we need to start um, in trying to place our season ticket holders. And who knew that the word pods would be a word that we would use almost every day, you know, in our lifetime? So we're setting up our pods and groups of fours and twos and we'll place our season ticket holders first and once we're able to do that then we'll be able to determine if there will be any additional tickets to to release for the public to buy we won't know that still guys for 
probably a few more days. Our guys are going to continue to work through the weekend, and and we'll know um, probably sometime early April if we will have any tickets for the Cup race available. Um, the other thing too with that is you also need to go back out to your account holders, and we do a, what's called a hand raiser email. Are you still interested in attending the cup race? Let's face it, some people still may not be comfortable coming out to a, a larger gathering, and we respect that, but we need to give them the opportunity to raise their hand and let us know, yes, I'm still interested, or no, I'm not. And if they're not, then we'll do what we did last year. We either roll their uh, tickets over to you know September or give them a refund. So there's a process. Uh, I know that's a lot, but uh, hopefully everyone understands that, you know, you got to take care of your season ticket holders first and then continue to work through that. And I can't say this enough. It literally is putting a puzzle together. Well, Dennis, for this being the 75th anniversary of the racetrack and for fans being able to come in for the spring race, what will they, what can they expect to see as far as uh, celebratory activities from the track for for this huge anniversary well you know it's it's not where we would want it to be sean you know we would want to do a you know a a lot of q a's and a lot of fan interaction on our midway and for april that's going to be scaled down so as we start rolling out our top 75 moments uh starting april 1 uh most of that's just going to be done you know in the in the social media world um so what we we decided to do originally we were going to have these rollouts after Daytona in February and culminate on the April weekend, we decided to let's move it, start it later, beginning of April. We'll get a few of the 75 moments out in advance of the April race, but let's have some fun with this all through the summer, and then we'll have it end leading up to the September race. So we're going we're gonna to pull these 75 moments all the way through because we're hopeful that in September things will you know look a, a little bit closer to what they used to out here, and we can do a little bit more fan engagement and fan interaction. Interaction. We know just kind of based on the guidelines that have been supplied uh, from the governor's office that, you know, we've got to limit uh, how, where people congregate, how they congregate uh, around this April race. So we're going to be smart about it. We'll be measured in our approach to executing the weekend, but we still want to make sure that we can have some, some fun on our 75th anniversary and, and deliver some more memories uh, to folks as we start working on the next 75 years. <laughs> he says with a smile, Dennis yeah. McMeyer, president from Richmond Raceway on our Herman Allen hotline on the Sports Huddle this morning. Uh, so a few weeks ago, and I know you guys did several of these, but uh, kind enough to do one of these pseudo town halls on the air uh, with me on the Sports Huddle when Parney was on and Rob Ucrop and Dan Schmidt from RMC. And I know you couldn't make it that morning because you were probably having discussions very similar to what we're having this morning. Uh, so I do want to give you that opportunity as well, Dennis. You talked about going hand-in-hand with other tracks like Martinsville. How about what you're doing here within the city of Richmond and the community and those venues that I just mentioned, such as City Stadium with the Kickers and the Diamond, obviously, with Parney and the Flying Squirrels, and how you guys are all kind of galvanizing together on these efforts? No question. I mean, you know, you want to talk about collaboration. Um, This is a great example, and it's something that, you know, throughout my the rest of my career I'll hold up is look everyone kind of sets you know their their personal interest aside and you know what can we do for our industry what can we do to to reopen this this business sector um, and get fans back in here because you know the fans are the lifeblood of, of what we do so you know working with Parney working with Rob you know Ed over at the VCU Dan Schmidt at RMC I mean you know no one has the knowledge you know like Dan and all the venues that he and his team work so Again, it's it's great that we're able to bounce things off of one another, to be unified in our approach, um, especially as we have to go out and start executing these events, because we all know that we've got to do it differently, whether it's, you know, staggered entry times or cashless concessions or cashless, um, you know, ticket or digital tickets and digital parking. Things are things are going to change, and, and that's on us as operators to uh, to prepare to, for those changes and then get our fans prepared because we've got to communicate to them, too, so that they know what to expect. So I, I've been really proud of the, the work that the group's done um, to get in front of the governor's office, to make recommendations, and to get us to this point. All we asked for was a, a pathway to get started again. And uh, now it's, you know, now it's on the doorstep and we got to make sure that we do it the right way. Hey, Dennis, before we let you go, Dennis Bickmeyer, president of Richmond Raceway, joining us here on the Sports Huddle. Um, Sunday, first dirt 
track race and over 50 years in the sport. What can fans who have never seen this before expect this weekend? Well, I think that you have to go back to the seven years of the truck series racing at Eldora on dirt, um, you know, for the last seven years and see what kind of, uh, you know, parallels that you can draw. And I, I think it's, first of all, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think there are some Cup Series drivers that obviously have a lot of experience on dirt, like Kyle Larson or Christopher Bell. And then there's some ringers that are going to come into the Cup Series race. Um, you know, there's a guy from Tennessee that's a World of Outlaws champion who will make his first Cup Series start. Obviously, Obviously, if he gets through the qualifying and the heat races and things like that that are going to be a little different. You know, we used to talk about road course ringers coming in and, mm-hmm. and challenging the Cup Series guys on road courses. Now the Cup guys have gotten really good on road courses. Now you're going to see this with this dirt race. So, you know, I, I think you're going to see a lot of excitement, certainly. Um, I think you're going to see some of the regular Cup Series stars be challenged by this, um, different than they've ever faced before. So I, I'm anxious to, to see how it all goes and um you know obviously it's garnered a lot of attention so we'll we'll see how everything plays out hey Dennis, that leads to one last question if i can uh, beg you to stay with us for just a minute or two to kind of give us a state of the industry right now from where we were whatever it is 15 months ago and we all observed and watched nascar being the forerunner and on the cutting edge of how to handle all of this kind of maybe what the things this industry has learned and how it's making it better for the fan experience, for the drivers, for people like you who work in the industry and where NASCAR is now after being the front runner to the return of sports a year ago. Well, I think obviously we've learned a lot. You know, we, again, we've done some things virtually that's, I think, has helped the sport. And I think those things will continue um, as we move forward. I think we've been able to, you know, show that, look, we can, we can do this in a, in a safe manner. We know we've had to make changes on how we operate our venues. So we will continue to, you know, I think, uh, implement some things that will, you know, make it easier for the fans to get in and out and move around. But I think some things like no practice, no qualifying has has presented some challenges to the drivers and has improved the racing on the racetrack. And so, you know, I'm, I'm excited about what we've learned. You know, it's been tough to go through all this. But, you know, I think we've, we've come out of this with some, with some new learnings. Like I said, I think, um, I think the practice and qualifying thing has been one of the biggest ones for us. Really interesting comment, Dennis. Appreciate it. And uh, to Sean's point about how weird and surreal it looked last year, <laughs> let's hope it looks very real and normal for you in a few weeks. Well, thank you, guys. It's uh, Like I said, uh, it's a big smile on my face just to know that it's, it's a step forward. And then we'll, we'll, we don't take this responsibility lightly. We know we got to deliver, and then we know that you know the squirrels are coming right behind us in May, and the and the kickers, and then more events through the summer, and then we'll be uh, looking forward to September. Thank you, Dennis. Look forward to seeing it all unfold at Richmond Raceway. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dennis. Dennis Bickmeyer, great stuff there from him, Sean. Uh, really yeah. good. You could tell he's very upbeat, but uh, a lot of interesting things. Really, to the end, right there. Uh, you know the things they've learned that are going to change the sport dramatically moving forward. Well, like you said, they were, they were one of the forerunners. Once uh, the pandemic hit, they were emphatically trying to, you know, c- continue to keep the sport, uh, you know, public, you know, nationally, uh, and, and keep it uh, for the fans to be interested in. And uh, they were doing everything in their power. And, you know, a lot of the guys were, were really feeling the fact that they didn't have to practice. You know, some actually like just going to the track and racing as opposed to, you know, doing the qualifying and doing the practicing and and stuff like that. And I don't know if that's going to be the norm coming this season. Will we see that when they come to Richmond um, next month? But a lot of those changes that NASCAR made last year, I think we could probably see this year. Hmm. I can hear those baseball, football, soccer, lacrosse athletes going, hey, coach, NASCAR doesn't practice, <laughs> and they're doing pretty well. How about we don't practice and we just you know? go play games? Oh, man. All right, glad we can smile. There you go, Sean. Here we are. Feel See? good Friday now. There and we've go. gone, like, what, 15, 20 minutes without talking college basketball. <laughs> so we're going to get back to that after the break. Hey, really do appreciate Dennis Bickmeyer, President of Richmond Raceway, joining us on our Herman Allen Hotline, brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, serving the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Give them a call at 804-746-5853-247. You can check them out online at Herman Allen Plumbing. 
Sports SportsCenter continues 8.50 on 9.50 a.m. and 99.5-1027 FM, ESPN Richmond. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic alert brought to you by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Looking at a wreck on Jeff Davis Highway south of Maury Street causing some issues in Richmond. Also West 100 Road between Old Stage Road and I-95 a wreck. And an earlier crash still giving us a fit. Genito Road to the west of Warboro Road. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. The weather's nice and you're thinking, I've had it up to here with being cooped up in the house. Then get yourself out and take us along. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at ariannasrva.com. When an accident devastates your life, our job is to try to put your life back together again. Personal injuries can happen at any time in your life. In a moment's time, you may suffer from a debilitating injury that could last a lifetime. That's where the G-Law Firm comes in. We understand because we've been there before. For over 30 years, Central Virginia has trusted us after an accident to get them justice. If you've been injured due to someone else's negligence, call the G-Law Firm. Personal Injury Attorneys, 226-4111. Springtime is here and the RVA soccer season is back. Reserve your tickets today to the April 24th home opener at richmondkickers.com. Today, people with disabilities can achieve a better life experience with Able Now, a tax-advantaged savings account specifically designed for people with disabilities. Able Now accounts help eligible individuals save and invest their own money without endangering certain disability benefits. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible for an Able Now account at able-now.com. This message is provided by Able Now, administered by Virginia 529. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. The action never stops at BetMGM. Hoops and hockey are hot, and baseball's right around the corner, so it couldn't be a better time to take a shot at an easy hundred from the king of sportsbooks. Hi, I'm Matt Joseph. Sign up today using code MattJ100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on the Lakers versus Cavaliers. If either team hits a three, you win. No matter what your favorite sport is, it's always showtime at BetMGM. Get in on the fun with innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code MattJ100 to win $100 in free bets when you wager $1 on the Lakers or Cavaliers to hit a three. Bet with confidence and turn game days into paydays at BetMGM. Paid in free bets? Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older. Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Local afternoon sports talk is back on ESPN Richmond. Border to border with Matt Joseph's weekday afternoons at 3. He'll have the headlines of the day. Guests to talk about them. Your phone calls and more. Border to border. Presented by Colonial Downs Racetrack. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuckChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Here's the good news. Even with high unemployment, there's still a need for hundreds of thousands of cybersecurity professionals in the U.S. right now. And my computer career is training people to help meet the demand. No IT experience? No problem. Take the free career evaluation today at mycomputercareer.edu. Start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Grants covering up to 53% of the cost are available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Macy's VIP sale is going on now. Get an extra 30% off the latest spring arrivals and all the brands you love with your coupon or Macy's card. And get 15% off your go-to beauty picks, the newest in skincare, makeup, fragrance, and more. 
Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. RBA's best barbecue is at Pig & Brew. Stop by for authentic North Carolina-style barbecue and signature to-go cocktails. Open Wednesday and Thursday from 1 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 1 to 10 p.m., 1313 Halt Street. Online at pigandbrew.com. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. Mike Greenberg is now back and part of your morning. Greeny, weekdays at 10, following the Sports Huddle on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Bob Black here, Sean Robertson from CBS 6 over there, and Mitchell Bradley in the ESPN Richmond studio producing the sports huddle on a Friday morning. Going to give you another upset here, maybe not the seismic nature of a March Madness upset, but I'm actually not going to talk college basketball for the next few minutes. Sean, we'll save that for the top of the hour. It's the headline. We'll get way more into the NCAA tournament, transfer portal, and all of that. But since we have a few minutes before the top of the hour, and we'll lead with that in the 9 o'clock hour, another kind of under-the-radar signing, Sean, by your favorite professional football team, Mm -hmm. the Washington football team, already having signed Curtis Samuel as a wide receiver, and, of course, Mm -hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback, Adam Humphreys, formerly the Tennessee Titans, not a star player, but certainly a solid player. Yep. Uh, had, what, 23 catches, 228 yards, a couple touchdowns, and came highly recommended from Ryan Fitzpatrick. So significantly, his voice is already being heard in the offices at Ashburn for the Washington football team. I like the fact that they're not really breaking the bank mm-hmm. on these signings. I mean, you got Samuel for a little over $10 million a year. I think Fitzpatrick was about $10 million. Uh, the cornerback from the Bengals, formerly of the Bengals, he got a little over $10 million. Humphreys, I think, is $8 million, uh a season. So they're solid additions. Um, they're not, you know, they're not the wow factor uh, signings like uh, Snyder has done early in his tenure mm-hmm. as the owner. Um, they went for position of need because they really need somebody opposite Terry McLaurin at wide receiver. Samuel can fit that bill. They needed a slot guy. Humphreys can fit that bill. They needed, if you want to say, a bridge quarterback. Fitzpatrick can fit that bill. They needed help in the secondary. Jackson fits that bill. So they went relatively cheap. I won't, uh, let me, let me <laughs> rephrase that. Inexpensive. Um, they didn't break the bank. They feel positions of need, and then they can still go out and get a couple more free agents or and use and use the draft as well. So I think for right now, Rivera, I think, has done a really good job, and he's also got guys that he's familiar with as well. He's familiar with Samuel um, Fitzpatrick, you know, from afar, and, and like you said, getting Humphrey. And, uh, and Jackson, I think there's a connection, I believe, as well with him. Um, so, yeah, I think for, for right now, I think they've done a pretty good job. Yeah, no, I think you can definitely argue that they have improved the offense, particularly in the position that we all felt it needed improving, mm-hmm. and that was the wide receiver position, no matter who the quarterback was going to be. So you can certainly, I think, make the argument it was improved. It definitely has changed from where yeah. it was. They're not just standing pat, and I think you make another great point. They did not go after the top-dollar, big-name, headline-grabbing free agent, as we have seen them do so many times with mm-hmm. failure that it didn't work. In this case, they're just taking good, solid football players and hoping they can now bring them all together in burgundy and gold. Yeah, and I think that's something Rivera um, – I mean, he did it even – even last year, he got some people that he was familiar with, but it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't a break the bank type signing. And I think he's going to kind of continue with that because he feels he can give maybe a couple more as far as putting so much money into one guy. And you've seen over the years how that really straps your your roster by putting so much money in the salary cap hit on one player. You might be winning the off season again, Sean. Let's be hope. Careful. Be, uh, be careful with that. You guys know. are like 10-time uh, defending off-season champs. Doesn't get you a ring or even a trophy. But Remember it's a little different. Now. This one is a little different. <laughs> you know, they're not putting $100 million on one guy right. or something like that. They're spreading it out. So I think this is solid. I think the draft, they're going to really – they're going to get some good 
uh, quality talent there. And like I said, who knows? They could have another free agent splash uh, before the draft takes place. I would I would be shocked if they didn't. Not like you know twenty million, twenty five million, maybe ten to fifteen million. But I think they're they're not done yet in the free agent pool. All right, we'll keep an eye out for that. All right, let's uh, bring that to the top of the hour. So uh, we got some NASCAR talk in there and some football talk, and now we're going to get back to some March Madness talk on the other <laughs> side of the top of the hour with the Sweet 16 right on the horizon tomorrow and definitely want to get back to the overnight news regarding tech and UVA and roster changes for both the Hokies and the Hoos. That's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour of the Sports Auto. Serving Richmond and beyond for over 20 years, Bonaire Shell features a full line of automotive services. Check out BonaireShell.com, loaded with coupons, specials, and more to see all that they can do for your car and your peace of mind. And now with their Fuel Rewards program, you can save at least five cents per gallon on every fill-up. Learn more at FuelRewards.com. Go see the team at Bonaire Shell. 